You read the Bible, Greg. You talking to me? I'm a long sample. Keep up. Wait, wait, let me let me explain something to you. Uh, I am not Mr. Lebowski. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. So what you want? Jesus freaking got a bad feeling about this. King Kong ain't got shit on me! Do I really look like a guy with a plan? Each and every man under my command owes me 100 net scouts. <laughs> Start see pictures, eh? Oh wow. Thank you for that. Hello and welcome to the Film and Loathing Podcast for Monday, March 15th, 2021. This is episode number 100, and I'm Jake. I'm Chris. And I'm Zach. Coming up this week is part one of our top 100 countdown in commemoration of our 100th episode. After talking about it, we figured it would be better to take our time with us. That way we can get the movies out and have an opportunity to make fun of what we have on our list, so... We got part one this week, part two next week. I mean, I've been looking forward to stay for a long time. I've decided I'm going to make a separate list of your guys' lists and the movies that I wish I put on my list. Because I guarantee <laughs> you I forgot like 20 to 25 things. If you forgot it, can you really say it's one of your favorite movies? <clears throat> oh, I can. These, <laughs> I can justify uh, anything. <laughs> I think this episode will be the most fun. Because this is like the bottom 50. This is like, this This could literally go in any direction from any of us. So I think mm-hmm. once we get into the top 50, there'll be probably quite a few more repeats. Because we all, I mean, I would say for the most part, we have similar tastes. And all kind of grew up in the same time. So kind of the same movies mean the same to us. Yeah, the bottom 50 seems kind of more like guilty pleasures. So like, we're to get down to like what does Zach like to turn seventy-five? Like these could have been pushed off the list if I, you know, had uh, had rewatched them, or if I had remembered something else, or and their ordering could literally probably be in any order. <laughs> Interesting. No, I would say there's some sort of justification in my order, but it's in like tens. Like, 100 through 91 could all be interchangeable, and then, like, 90 through 79 could all be interchangeable. Shit like that. Hmm. Interesting. Did you try to Did you try to collect movies that you felt that you've liked for years, or that, like, when you thought about it, you feel like you would currently like? I'm looking at one, two, three... Uh, four, five, and I'm looking at a good seven movies that if I had rewatched them might not be on it. Okay, so you kind of went with a nostalgic thing. I really liked this movie. Maybe it sucks now. I don't know. We'll get to my number 99 movie because I think that's one that if I had watched it, it wouldn't be on here. Yeah, I think I had a, a, a. a blend of stuff where I think some things you could argue is pretty recent um, in like you know maybe it's you know, how, how can you say this is one of your favorite movies but I just think it's one of those things that 
if you're constantly returning to it and constantly thinking about it, thinking about it and dwelling on it, like it must obviously like mean something to you as opposed to something else that you forgot, you know? My list was more of like a I wrote down all my favorite movies on the list and then I organized them to a point where I was like this seems okay. And then I was like, all right, let's <laughs> let's try and switch a couple things up. And then I did another round where I switched some things up, booted some things out, and put enough, some things in. And then I called it good. So I started at, at my one. List, I'm pretty content. I started at one, went to 75. Once I got to 75, it was, okay, what are some things that I know I want to include? And then just kind of jumbled some things in there. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> well, I suppose enough with the tease. Let's just start counting down our top 100 films. Uh, who wants to start? I'll start. Uh, my number 100 is... I don't remember if it was in my top 50 of the decade or not. It's probably the most recent film that's going to be on my list. And it's Bing Lou's Mining the Gap. Hmm. Yeah, I remember you really... Doing that quite a bit. I think you're the one that told us about it. I am a huge fan of skateboarding, even though I've never ridden a skateboard before. <laughs> this is true. You've tried. Like you've given this it the is old true. I did try. I've really thought you know, about like getting a skateboard recently because I wanted to like shoot and like photograph skateboarding, and the only way to really do that is to ride a skateboard. But I also don't want to break my arm at the age of 25, so. <laughs> hey Zach, how'd you break your arm? I went down my driveway on a skateboard. I kind of picture Zach being like um, the Steve Buscemi character who's got the skateboard and he's got the t-shirt that just says "band" on it. <laughs> like, hey kids! I could be the cool um, older guy that always hangs out at the skate park. Hell yeah, yeah dude. the quote-unquote cool guy. <laughs> okay, so I guess I can take it second. My number 100 is a movie that goes back to childhood. It's a guilty pleasure. No matter how terrible it is, I can't help but love it. It's John Woo's Mission Impossible 2. Interesting. I love this. I love the score. Um, like, I love that Limp biscuit. Like, boom, 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 boom. It's so dope. Like the the action things. is <laughs> like the action is is like super over the top, awesome. I love Tom Cruise with wavy long hair. I wish there was more of it. And you know, thinking about, it, I just don't think this list is right without Mission Impossible too. So that's my number one hundred. Don't worry, we'll be talking Mission Impossible probably next week, but we'll be talking. Next week, got some, got plans, buddy. All right, um, my number one hundred is Before Sunset. Ooh, it's lower than I would have thought. One. It's the second one. There, there's still so two that more. means that all three of them are in here. Every single one of them. <laughs> I freaking love this trilogy. I just couldn't justify Before Sunset being even close to the other two. That's fair. Keep it rolling, Zach. My number 99, like I had mentioned, 
I probably haven't seen this movie in 10 years. And if I had watched it, it probably wouldn't be on here, but I will always remember like the final scene. There's just some very memorable moments. It's probably Russell Crowe's greatest movie. It's Ridley Scott's Gladiator. See, that was one I struggled with putting on. Like, I'd really like it, but it was like, is it there? I don't know. Like, like the ending scene for me, like, even though I haven't seen it in 10 years, I can still picture it to this day. And I love Joaquin Phoenix. So that for enough was enough for me to be like, yeah, all right. I look at where you guys put it on your list, and I look at where I put it on mine, and I'm like, shit, dude. <laughs> My number 99, I think like Zach, it could be one of those ones where a rewatch maybe brings it down a little bit, but I just, I think this was one of those movies that really got me interested in like the power of movies and wanting to write movies, mostly because I was just obsessed with the idea as a young kid of profanity, and this is Brian De Palma's Scarface. Alright. Just... Thinking back on it, like, I know there's, there's like, so many memorable things about it um, that, I, and, I, and I think it's more on this list, honestly, more for the the influence that it had on me. It seems appropriate now that I say it out loud on the record. It seems, yeah, 99 seems good for me. My number 99 movie was, like, I was I've never been into like super thriller horror type movies and this was something that like first time I watched it blew my fucking hair back The Village mm-hmm. Shit Good choice Uh oh I guess I lied this is also a rather recent movie Um it's one though that I've seem to like come back to and come back to mainly because I mean it's still thrilling for me to watch to this day I just think it's a very interesting case study uh my number 98 is Jimmy Chin's and Chiver size free solo great doc did you ever get a chance to see that in theater no no you did not I didn't see it in theaters <sighs> man you really missed out My number 98 is a go-to comedy for me, and it is Evan Goldberg's This Is The End. Fuck. Um, There's number one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's just so many things that just make me laugh every single time. Like, it's the perfect stoner comedy. Um, The older I get... And I just think, you know, I, I think when I was younger, there were some things that were just so weird to me. It made me uncomfortable. And now that I'm older, I'm like, this is just fucking hilarious. Hold on. I can find something to boot here. One second. Yeah, Chris, you can boot it. This is a top 50 movie for you. Wait till next week. <laughs> I can, I can, I yeah. can boot this. Yeah, you got time. <laughs> All right. All right. There we go. All right. My number 98 movie. Um, this... I just really liked it. I really liked Dustin Hoffman's performance. Um, I it was it was Rain Man, and I put it so low because Tom Cruise was in this movie, and at the time I absolutely loathed 
Tom Cruise. But it's not the only Tom Cruise movie I have on my list. Hmm. I remember a couple weeks ago you were saying you weren't even sure if it was going to make your list. I know, I know. I said it was going to be like low if it did make it, but she made it. Well, that brings me to my number seven movie, number 97, which is the first entry from Adam Sandler, and this would be uh, The Wedding Singer. That almost made my list. It's got a classic original song. It's all... <laughs> That was Billy Idol. It's just Somebody everything you want. Kill really. me, please. <laughs> it's just got banger after banger. That's why he's the wedding singer. <clears throat> My number 97 is a little horror film by the name of The Descent. Uh, I think it's a pretty... It's always been a pretty effective movie to me, being a claustrophobic person. Um, I just like a lot, like, you know, I just love that, how it's able to encapsulate you feeling trapped and um, the way they use the night vision to film some of the creatures. And it's a genuinely tense movie. And yeah, it's always been, always been highly uh, low-key favorite of mine. You're claustrophobic? Did not yeah, quite I would, make my list. If I was being honest, I would say I'm claustrophobic. So like you in your closet with the door shut. Like that size closet you have behind you. No, no. I'm talking about like literally being squeezed in. And the oh. idea that like if you stuck, if you get stuck, you're dead. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's scary. Understandable. All right. My number 97 movie, um, it's just a feel-good watch for me. It's one of the movies that I own, and I just pop it in whenever I'm looking for just a little pick-me-up. It's The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. (laughs) 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 And I just want to preface this. I know I'm prefacing it a little late, but I don't need to justify shit to any of you. No, you don't. It's just funny. Uh, my number 96 is a little forgotten Robert Rodriguez gem uh, entitled The Faculty. Never seen it. It's a great kind of body snatcher teen high school horror movie. My number 96 is the epitome of a guilty pleasure. It stars a bunch of handsome gentlemen clad in leather and fighting with swords it's wolfgang peterson's troy i have no idea i have no idea why i love this movie it's like fucking three hours long and every time i watch it it just it just blows by like i love it i don't the only scene in that movie i can i I actually enjoy is the one where he's just like he's like wouldn't it be crazy if a king fought his own battles? And then he just runs up and fucking swords that guy in the trap, and next thing you know, he's dead. No, dude, the best part is when Brad Pitt literally has to roll naked women off of him so he can go kill someone. (laughs) (laughs) That was, like, peak Brad Pitt, though, as far as looks go. Like, he is top-notch in that movie, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, and there's, like, just, like, I don't know, Orlando Bloom at the peak, you know, trying to capitalizing on like that uh lord of the rings fame you've got um 
Eric Bana in there. Uh, what's the who's the woman that was in National Treasure? Diane Kruger. No Fuck. Yeah. Dude, shit. Yep, she's in there. <laughs> you can't tell. Is that not on your guys' list? <clears throat> National Treasure is not, but I do have another Nicolas Cage classic on there. You're going to have to wait and see, Chris. Bad. My number 96 is Troy. Oh, I'm up. Um <clears throat> My number 96 was uh, a movie we actually watched this year. It didn't come out this year, but it, like, I I was, like, in it, sucked in the entire friggin' time, and that end of the movie was just an absolute curveball I was not expecting. Can I guess prestige. it? Oh. That's not what I was going to guess. Pretty woman. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. But then, but then you curveball. said curveball ending, and I was like, What's the ending of that movie? I don't think it was a curveball. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, my number ninety-five. Uh, I'm sure is on each of your lists, and I will just say that this movie would be drastically, drastically higher if it did not star one Bruce Willis. This is Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. Hmm. It might it might make an appearance. It's quite possible. I'm going to take it off my list now just to replace it with National Treasure. <laughs> that seems I think like a National good... Treasure is a better movie. <laughs> Doesn't have Bruce Willis. Certainly more concise. My number 95 is another guilty pleasure back when I was in love with Denzel Washington, and that is Anton Fuqua's Training Day. Did not make my list, but it was in the. The 101 to 120 slot. I like the, the over-the-topness of Denzel and that, and I just think it's a lot of fun. It's always a, a, go, a go-to for me. My number 95 is This Is The End. <laughs> <laughs> it replaced Shaun of the Dead. All right, that's oh, fair. Really? Okay. Uh, my number 94 is a holiday classic that I watch just about every year. It's Macaulay Culkin's Home Alone. Great pick. Didn't even consider it. Didn't ask, you did. <laughs> Let's see. My number 94 is a movie we're all familiar with. Evan Goldberg's Pineapple Express. Or sorry, David Gordon Green's Pineapple Express. Whew, sorry, David Fuck. Gordon Green. I must... Um, it's too late now. Yeah, just a, such a quotable movie. Um, it always the ending always seems to dip off a little bit for me, which is why, definitely why I've got it more towards the bottom of my list. But that first hour, man, like that is so so strong and tight. That's gonna you know that that's what's gonna keep it on the list. Friggin' uh, so the only line I ever remember from that movie is, "I'm gonna flex and bust out of here." Uh, my number 94 is uh david o russell's the fighter oh geez yeah um despite a recent purchase i did not get to rewatch this and if i did it probably wouldn't be on here 
But of my taste in movies, this is the only one that I received from my father. So my number 93 is Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Solid. I would, you know, that's one of those ones that if I were to rewatch it, it might like now go on the list, not off. Like, I know that I've seen it so many times because I used to watch it all the time. I never like hated it as a kid. I always liked watching it, but I have not seen it in probably over 10 years. It's been a long time. My number 93 is I'm sure going to make an appearance on both of these guys' list. <clears throat> it's a directed by uh, Peter Farrelly. It's Dumb and Dumber. It's coming much, Grew much up. higher, my friend. Grew up on this list. Or grew up on this movie. Yep. Um, yeah. Makes me still makes me laugh and piss my pants to this day. So it's got to be on there. My number ninety three is also from that same crew of guys that did the Pineapple Express. Um, but I believe that this to be far superior to that. Super bad. <laughs> Super bad is good. I, I've been like wanting to is a movie that I think is superior to both of those, which is Richard Linklater's School of Rock. <laughs> I know everybody can say that, but that movie is pretty sick. I intentionally didn't put it on my list. Because you don't want the Jack Black reference? No, yeah, I didn't want to hear like, <laughs> oh, of course you'd put yourself on the list, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been such a good joke. Yeah. Sure it would have been for you guys. And because you look like him. <laughs> let's see my number 92 is jonathan demi's the silence of the lambs oh shit that's low yeah i just seen it like i just really haven't seen it like a bunch of times to make it be like yeah i love that movie but like the few times that i have seen like i always think like it's a good great thriller like i love anthony hopkins and jodie foster in it um, and like it is a really good thriller. I just didn't. It just didn't seem right putting it super high just for the name of it, you know. Where did I put it? Oh wow! Your number ninety two, Chris. Right. My number ninety two is uh, Quentin Tarantino's best movie, Inglorious Bastards. This is best pretty movie. Low. It's at ninety two. All right. Interesting. Interesting. No more Tarantino's then, I guess. It's not the one I enjoy the most, but it's his best. Oh, what a caveat! What a caveat this guy's got. I see. <laughs> <laughs> My number ninety-one was a tough choice. It was either between this movie or its sequel. Uh, the sequel does have an original song by Vanilla Ice, but I went with number. I went with the original. My number 91 is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I thought about how? it. I thought how, about it. dude? Like, I don't understand how. Have you watched them recently? Dude, the, no. But there's a reason I haven't watched the recent one. I think give I watched poke. it when the pandemic started. Give a, it's give fun. Poke. They're pretty good. Yeah, dude. I watched it when I the pandemic. I need one good, like, 
all time 91 good? Dude, I didn't. I watched them a lot when I was a kid. It's not like I put it at fucking number one. It's at 91. Relax. I know, but I still, like, I don't fucking get Teenage Mutant Ninja. Okay, whatever. <laughs> What's go not ninja, to get? Go, Ninja, go. They're teenagers and they're ninjas and they're turtles. What's not to get, Chris? Like what happens spells- when they turn adults and Splinter wants to kick them out? What happens then? They're ch- giant turtles. It's not like they're going to be able then, to rent an apartment. Then, Chris, you turn into what my number 91 is, Step Brothers. Mm, okay. okay. <laughs> that's, what, that's what happens when you become grown men and stay at home. Fun. Fun. <laughs> that's two. That good, is now good two that I have forgotten. You forgot Step Brothers? Oh, I man. Did. I thought that would have been obvious. What was and that first one? I forgot Pineapple Express. No, that's right. I forgot Step Brothers. Um, my number ninety-one is The Big Lebowski. Oh, low. Very low. Yeah, I'm not as big a fan as you guys are. I can tell. Um, my number ninety is one that I have not seen in years. Uh, this is simply a nostalgia choice. I'm sure it's still amazing. Thank you for your honesty. Uh, I used to wear a shirt that said "Vote for Pedro" because my number nine is Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. Fuck yeah, dude! Just wait till you hear what that is on my list. Just wait, dude. Has, like I, I didn't even like think about it, and then I started looking at the things that I own, and I saw it, and I was like, there probably was not a single day in middle school that I did not quote Napoleon Dynamite. So for me to ignore it from this list would just be wrong. So it has. It's to just be such there. so good. Like even if you haven't watched it in so long, it's still so memorable. It's very quotable. I still say all the time, like you know, back in my day, I used to be able to throw a football over the mountains. <laughs> I still say that to this day. <laughs> when I'm when I'm just looking for a good laugh, I'll think of that scene where he fucking takes that steak and he just hucks it at Napoleon's face. <laughs> What is <laughs> Dude, I always love Rex Quando. He's like, you think anybody wants a own house picture of the face while wearing a pair of these bad boys? Forget about it. That I, I will say often, you think anyone thinks I'm less of a man because I go home to startle at night? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's such a good movie. My number 90 is Wilson Yip's Ip Man, starring Donnie Yim. Um, Mostly, this has been a movie that I return to for mindless, awesome action. Uh, I remember the first time seeing this movie, like when they had the choreographed fight of between him and like, like a dozen guys. Like my severely stoned college mind cannot handle such awesomeness. And I'm picturing Jake just like glued to the back of his like futon or whatever he had, and he was just being like, "This." You guys know. Is- you guys know. You guys know Matt England, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we used. He used to live right next next door to me. Um, my in my sophomore year of college, like he lived literally the next door over. So like him and I would hang out constantly and like would watch random ass movies and like that's like we we watched like Rubber together, um, <laughs> like he got me hooked on The Walking Dead like a bunch of like random shit we would just watch and so one of the ones that we did one night was randomly just picked It Man because it looked like insane 
and for like weeks later like we pretended to like taekwondo fight each other just like it was like so awesome at the time so and like i still love it to this day like i still think the first one is awesome so a guilty pleasure for sure my number 90 movie um again dustin hoffman he popped up on my list a lot more than i was expecting um, but it was uh, uh, Tootsie. Oh. I didn't expect this to be on my list. And then I was just scrolling through the internet one day and I saw Dustin Hoffman wearing a dress. And I was like, I remember this being awesome. So I threw it on there because, you know, why not? I still really need to see Tootsie. I need to see it. I remember really liking it when I watched it. I would assume that's why it's on your list. It's on my list. Hope yeah, hopefully you really liked it. So similar to Jacob after watching Yip Man pretending to fight Taekwondo. For weeks after I saw this movie, I pretended to take over Harlem and sell blue heroin. And my number eighty nine is Ridley Scott's American <laughs> Gangster. <laughs> I would like to rewatch that. It's been so long. Since I've seen it. I remember the movie being long. It's like 240. That's it's a lot. Except I do remember the line where he was on the floor and he was like, that's alpaca. You block that shit. Yeah, that's, that's classic. $2,000 alpaca. I, I mean, I, I'm sure it does not hold up as well as when I was 12 and was watching <laughs> something that was like, you shouldn't be watching this. But... I, I I would imagine that Denzel Washington is still really good in it. I would imagine. Because I still remember I, I the scene where he's talking to Cuba Gooding Jr. and he's like, I don't care what you call it. You can call it blue dog shit for all I care. <laughs> oh, see, my bad. My number 89 is a very recent movie, but it's lingered with me so much and... Um, I enjoyed everything about it. I hadn't been anticipating it up to its release. It's the Safety Brothers Uncut Gems. Really? Mm. Yep. Like, like I really like Good Time. Um, I really like, well, I can't really say I like that one, but like when I just think about Uncut Gems, like I just think about like the energy that it brings um and i think the acting is great um i love the score in it like i just i guess i just really like the story in general um like i think the gambling at its core and like just watching a man like essentially push his bounds and like stretching a rubber like almost like stretching to a rubber band to the point you know it's gonna break like i think it just worked really really well um and yeah i don't know i think when you think about like what my if you want to ask like name some of your favorite movies right now like i would have to say uncut gems number 89 my number 89 is something that i used to try and watch every single halloween if i didn't watch it on halloween i watched it the day before the day after and it is beetlejuice nice solid
my number 88 is a uh, horror classic. It's uh, Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street. Beautiful. My number 88 is Terrence Malick's The Tree of Life. Still haven't seen it. I think Me it's either. a, yeah, it's a beautiful movie. Um, Brad Pitt's Brad Pitt's really good in it. It's like a different role for him. I could I could see, I could see you guys liking it. It's a bit it's a bit lengthier, but there's a lot of like great like imagery that gets intercut throughout it in sort of like the dream like feel to it. Um, it's kind of just like that sort of just you just got a lot of wash over you. You know, you got to be in the mood for the tree of life. But if the mood ever if the mood ever strikes, capitalize. Got it. My number eighty eight movie. Um, I remember being really into one performance in this movie, but then watching it a second time and then being able to realize that everybody's really good in it. Um, it was The Departed. Word. Uh, I have Chris to thank for number 87 movie. Uh, for years and years, he's gone on and on about this movie. Dude, you gotta watch this movie. I fucking love this movie. Dude, you gotta watch this movie. And then he made us review it. Uh, my number 87 is Milos Forman's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Gangs of New York. You really hadn't seen that until just this past year? Yeah, that was the first time watch. Oh, no shit. Huh. My number 87 is Chris's 88. It's The Departed. Wow, I'm surprised we were so close on that one. You guys are putting uh, way too fucking low. Like, when was oh, the last shit. time you watched it? I actually but, have an arrows going back and forth, so it actually was my 87 too. Fuck. Maybe I watched it like four years ago? Five years I ago? I rewatched it over the summer. It's so fucking good. Uh, Jack Nicholson is super good. Leo's Leo's good too, but like so like Jack Nicholson outshines every single other person in that movie by far. For comparison, Leo's Boston accent in Departed is really good. I watched the first twenty minutes of Shutter Island today. It's terrible in that movie. I don't know what changed, but something did. It's so much better than Departed. Hmm. I would say that I would credit um, I would credit The Departed as one of the movies that inspired me at a really young age like like wanting to do something with film like not seriously but like the first time you ever have the thoughts like like that movie is like so cool and the language is so snappy and just also very cool it's like like I want to like recreate that Jack Nicholson does his fucking rat thing where he's like got a fucking rat. I remember sitting there and like my butthole puckered. I thought he was talking to me. I really made me really want to pursue a life of crime. I was really young. You watched a lot of crime movies when you were a kid, dude. Yeah, we did. I've always wanted to be a petty crook. (laughs) There's still time. But I think that like, um, um, like I was super young when I watched that movie for the first time, and it took me it took me forever to piece the plot together to finally figure out what was going on. Hmm. 
Alright. My this number movie that should I should have listed as 88, but I guess that now it's locked in as 87, was uh, Mission Impossible 5. Is that Rogue Nation? Not a big Mission Impossible guy. Is 5 Rogue Nation? Uh, yes. Well, bud, you're wrong. But nice try. Rogue Nation, huh? Rogue Nation. Is that the one where he holds his breath for super long? Yes. Yeah, okay. You boys ready for my number 86? Ready. Sure am. So this is the directorial debut of the man, the myth, the legend. My number 86 is Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> it starts. One of five? We, uh, we'll see where the rest of them land. How many so this are, is... are you guessing, Jake? Um, let's see. What are the Rob Zombie movies? So there's, the tri- there's that trilogy... There's 31. There's two Halloween movies. What, what, is, my, is Halloween? what else am I missing? Lords of Salem. Lords of Salem. Okay, let's see. I think Halloween's on Zach's list at some point. Halloween's definitely on Zach's list. I think... I Okay, I figured I figured, I figured House of a Thousand Quarters. I think The Devil's Rejects is going to be on there at some point. I'm not. I don't think the Lords of Salem, and I don't think Thirty-One. I guess we'll just have to see, won't we? So what is that? Is that three? Yeah. Okay. I think he's got three. I could be wrong on the movies, but I think he's got three Rob Zombie films. I will say I've got more Rob Zombie films than Paul Thomas Anderson films. If that gives anyone (laughs) an insight into you, when you're right, you're right. The guy who literally called Paul Thomas Anderson the best director alive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, technically, Rob Zombie's not a great technical director. The man just has, just has He's got talent. It. I don't know what... <laughs> so he has He's it. got it. He's got the interest. <laughs> uh, my number 86 is Wes Anderson's The Royal Tenenbaums. And this was... Actually, believe it or not, this was a movie that I didn't even really care for the first time that I saw it. But the more I watched it, like the more it grew on me, and I kind of got like started to get the subtlety of it, and then really started to enjoy, like the relationship between the ten and bomb. So now I like now I now I love it, Chris. I could see that going up for me on a second watch for some reason. Like thinking back on it, because I remember watching it and being kind of put off just because I'm put off by Wes Anderson except for two of his movies. But whatever. Anyways, my number 86 is um it's Signs, my man. I remember seeing that for the first time and it was I think I'm pretty sure that was like my first introduction to Mel Gibson. You got two um, two Shyamalan films already. Yeah, I, those are the only two Shyamalan films. Like, I'm not. This is number one's The Happening. <laughs> I'm not going any deeper than that, but like, I was that movie. Like to this day, creeps me out. Aliens creep me the frig out, dude. You and me both. I'm not ready to be probed. My number eighty-five was a first time watch in 2020. I won't get too into it. 
because you can hear us talk in depth about it on our Michael Mann episode. My number 85 is Manhunter. You were watching her, won't you, you son of a bitch? so rant it's such a it's just such an odd movie like thinking back on it you know it's just like so unlike anything of its kind it's a unique movie that could only exist it's, at a certain time period it is so unique but hey when you're right you're right my number 85 is gonna be you know I think Zach's gonna say it's pretty low but it's a guilty pleasure. I love it. Have loved it since a kid. Continue to love it. People are going to regret that they didn't love this movie sooner. It's The Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser. It's a little too low. Uh, but the mummy, the mummy is dope, dude. It's so good. It's so good. Checking to see where I put it on my list. It's got to be top 20, Chris. Did I forget the mummy? Oh my god. <laughs> my fucking gosh, dude, how? I didn't. I didn't. I know I didn't. It's your 84, we'll, Chris. We'll find it later. Uh, my number 84 is... No, no, 85. Yes. Number 85 is The Graduate. It's a lot of Dustin Hoffman and a lot of Shyamalan tonight. Like I said, a lot more Dustin Hoffman than I ever thought possible. What year is The Graduate from? 1968 from the 60s yeah. oh wow so my number 84 I believe was Chris's 99 98 and it's M. Night Shyamalan's The Village have you watched that recently have you revisited that recently I did I watched it after I watched Antebellum because I thought oh. Antebellum ripped it off Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. My number eighty-four. I you did I forget, didn't forget it? the mummy, guys. I didn't. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that was close. It's right here. Don't worry, Chris. If you forgot this movie, I'm going to be real shame. My number eighty-four is the DreamWorks classic, just announced on 4K Shrek. I didn't put that there. I I didn't. I knowingly didn't put it there. Piece of shit. I'm sorry. I'm just not no, that into happiness. it. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. I get it. <laughs> Fill my butt with love. I know. I know the sayings. <laughs> I know the sacred literature. Right. <laughs> um, Jake, you're up. Nope. I just you said just it. Did. Oh shoot! Uh, it's my Shrek, number, bud. My number eighty-four is Rocky Four. Fuck yeah. Hmm. It made mm-hmm. it. You know, I had to limit myself to one Rocky movie. I wanted to put five, but I had to limit myself to just one. You almost had to put five? I love one, two, and three, four, and Rocky Balboa. And then if you Rocky count Balboa's Creed, good. I really wanted to put Creed in here, too. Hold mm. on. So that's almost six Rocky movies that I had to narrow down to one. Rocky three? Yeah, with Mr. T. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, why would you want to put that on there? He's All got right. that very emotional scene where with, uh, Mickey? His, with Mickey dies. Yeah, I remember that. He has to train on the beach with Apollo Creed. That is a good scene. It's a great Fair fucking enough. movie. It's not as great as my actual number three. 
So when it comes <laughs> to series and franchises, I tried to pick one to represent the whole. But in this scenario, I just couldn't. So I have the sequel and the original on this list. My number 83 is Evil Dead 2. I still need to see Evil Dead 2. Because I really like Evil Dead. It's even more ridiculous, even more bizarre, even more That's what over I the hear. top. That's what I hear. It's phenomenal. I picked it up on 4K as part of like a Black Friday bundle. So I, I still meaning to watch it. Oh, I just gotta do it. Okay, my number 83 is a fucking classic, dude. Oh my god, you could turn to this movie literally at any point, Chris, and you're never making the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. And what is better... Chris, can you think of a better movie where two black cops infiltrate a KKK meeting? Mm-hmm. You guessed it. You guessed it. It's Michael Bay's Bad Boys 2. Fuck! There. <laughs> you forgot Bad Boys no. 2. Get out oh, of here, Oh, no. Zach. No, I didn't. It's just much higher. Okay, we're good. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, are you shitting me? Oh, my gosh. Dude, just so... Oh, my God. I just that got a little sweaty. That movie is wall-to-wall amazing action sequences. And it's just so sad that Bad Boys for Life was just so shitty. That was that was detrimental to me growing up. That was pivotal in my existence. Like, just like, like just think, honestly, just think about it. Like, think of another movie where it's, it's literally just every single action sequence is just as amazing or if not better than the previous one. While it's also good. being just fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence like, and You gonna call Smith. himself the devil? You gonna call himself the devil in his house? Shit. The, uh, they were the best duo. The best so duo. Good. You could not have find people to play a better duo. No, it's just so, it's so good. Um, my number 83 is the first Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, the I, first one is not called Indiana Jones; it's called Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, I know. I just I had a list of potential movies on there, and it was Indiana Jones one, and I was considering Indiana Jones three, so I put them as Indiana Jones one and three next to each other. So I wrote it down that way. Just don't do it again, okay? It's don't worry. It didn't make my list. Uh, my number 82, this is one of those movies that represents a filmmaker's work as a whole. It's Frederick Wiseman's Monrovia, Indiana, which is this four-hour-long documentary that just kind of explores what life is like in the town of Monrovia, Indiana. All of his movies are absurdly long, and they're all observational. There's no interviews. He just puts a camera somewhere and he just allows you to just watch what happens. Hmm. And I love them all. My number 82 is another action movie to rival the one before it. And that is Mad Max Fury Road. Still haven't seen it. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Man, well, how, how can we keep missing out on all these great movies in theaters? How, how do you manage this? Because he has Since to watch busy Rob watching Zombie. Friday the 13th for the 400th time. Fair enough. 
Now, there's a question. How many Friday the 13th movies? What was the statistic you said? There are two on this list. Hmm. Is it because you limited yourself to two, or is it because there are only two? I could have put four on here, but I only put two. That's not bad. So 5% of your list is made up of Halloween movies and Rob Zombie movies. There's two Halloween movies, not including Rob Zombies. There's two Friday the 13th movies and two Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Dang. What was that, your number 82? I said my 82. Yes. Chris, it's your turn. Yep. My number 82 features a weird-ass David Bowie. It's the Labyrinth. It's just Labyrinth. Well, fuck. I was talking about whatever. <laughs> I remember going as the Lying and Truth Doors uh, for senior week. We had a fantasy theme, and nobody got my reference, and I was pissed. <laughs> that's, two, that's two David Bowie movies already. Is Ooh, it really? He's in The Prestige, too. That's true. Oh, shit, he's trying to use Nikola Tesla. Yeah, he is. I've got a weird list so far. Chris, be honest. Is this on your list because of David Bowie's huge wiener that you can see in Labyrinth? Yes. <laughs> It's not even something I'm trying to hide. I'm going to be up front. It's almost as if your list was just randomly thrown together recently. In a, <laughs> in, a world, in a whirlwind of chaos. It's almost like that. No, dude. The Labyrinth, I remember watching that as a kid. And, like, first off, the puppets are incredible. Knocked it out of the park on that one. I don't even know who the, the woman in is. Is that Demi Moore? I think so. I think so, too. I've only seen it once. I remember finding her annoying, but I remember finding everything else absolutely enjoyable. Well, Chris, as you may know, I'm a big Timmy B fan. Timmy B meaning Tim Burton. He kind of, uh, you know, he's got a style that I dig with. So my number 81 is Sleepy Hollow. Nice. Man, that's what we haven't... it as a kid and being scared shitless by Christopher Walken and his pointed demon teeth. Yeah, that's a great movie. Good choice. But number 81, we actually reviewed this year. It's The Truman Show. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I love Truman. And I prefer to think of him as a chronic masturbator. just saying there has to be some like footage somewhere talking to some weird that's what i'm saying there is somewhere there is him jerking off he's on the internet like think about like all the weird stuff that's on pornhub like truman's on pornhub too if that's the case in this universe there's a whole category for truman yeah the the conception or the first time he had sex with his wife that's gonna be on there someone's lived in that footage that's like on the highlight dvd like like there's there's a there's a, two different versions of that. There's the Truman uh, Show highlights, and then there's the XXX Truman Show highlights. I prefer the uh, XXX compilations of Watch Truman Nut Volume 1. <laughs> True Man, the Goo Man, Volume 3. I'm a personal favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's what they name it, the Goo Man Show. <laughs> 
right. Um, my number 81 is a movie featuring the late Heath Ledger, 10 Things I Hate About You. Nice. Solid. Never seen it. Rachel loves it, though. Super funny. So, I have no rhyme or reason as to why this movie is number 80. If you want to follow my thought pattern, um, good luck. So, my original number 80 that I have listed as is The Predator. It's crossed off because of a recent rewatch. And for whatever reason, this is the one that got crossed off to be replaced. So, my number 80 is now the Nicolas Cage classic, Knowing. Knowing. <laughs> <laughs> was that a first time watch for you? No, it was a rewatch. I watched it in high school. Fucking knowing, dude. I've got nothing to say. Number to eighty, crazy. He said he was gonna be mad if it was in my top one hundred. Maybe that's why I crossed off Predator. <laughs> put it in. I don't know. My number eighty is a movie, despite being quoted and impersonated to death. It's still hilarious. And that is Sasha Baron Cohen's Borat. I really wanted to get to it so that I could put it on here, but I didn't. I, yeah, I think I watched it like, it was either last year or the year before. And it had been so long since I seen it that some of it actually felt fresh. And I thought it was just as funny as for, you know, for different reasons. Alright, my number 80 movie um, is Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks, Catch Me If You Can. Nice. Is that Spielberg? Yes. yes. How, many sp- score. How many Spielberg movies are on your list, Chris? Oh, I didn't count. Um, I want to say four. All of five. them? All of them? So far, it's Indian um, Catch Me If You Can. Pretty sure I have a couple more on here. Okay. I know for a fact I have two more. Nope, five more. Jesus. Five more. Not five more. Not five more. Five total. Three more. Oh, okay. Uh, my number seventy nine is uh, from *Dust Till Dawn*. Great little vampire film. I have Sorry. still never seen *From Dust Till Dawn*. Well, it's number seventy nine. Good. My big question is, is Jake, where'd you put Cowboys and Aliens? Oh, you're going to have to wait and maybe <laughs> another week for that one. <laughs> My number 79 is John Favreau's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. John Favreau? I'm just kidding. and I wanted him to think it was going to be Cowboys and Aliens. I was getting pretty excited. Well, I thought it was going to be Iron Man. No. No, though I did consider it for a moment. Those Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mime. You guys know I'm a big Charlie Kaufman fan. Come on. Is this really that big a surprise? The Kaufman. The Kaufman lives. My number 79 was the hardest I've ever laughed at a movie when I watched it for the first time. And I am so angry that it is not higher on my list. The Secret Life of Pets? No. <laughs> yes. Um, no. It's it's just every single time you watch it, I feel as if I lose a little bit of it. 
So I save it for special occasions to maintain its integrity. It's Jackass 2. <laughs> Jackass 2 is great. Jackass 2 is fantastic. That's uh, a good, that's, that seems like a good choice for Chris. My 78 is a little 90s classic. Uh, it's The Craft. Which I would, I'm assuming I'm the only one that's seen it. I think no. you are. Oh, you certainly might be the only one that has it on their list. That I was expecting. My number 78 is a classic. It's Rocky. My number 78 is also a classic. Mm-hmm. Wally. Really? Mm-hmm. Wally, huh? Wally. Uh, my number 77 could have been higher if I had gotten a chance to watch it again, but I did not. It is uh, Tony Scott's True Romance. Written by Quentin Tarantino. Which seems to be the only thing people ever love to point out about this movie, but it's still a great fucking Tony Scott movie. So, it is. <laughs> <coughs> My number seventy-seven was a movie that I think Zach had pointed out maybe like three years ago, four years ago now. And when I first watched it, it blew my mind, and I was telling everybody about it. And I was deep diving the internet for explanations on this movie because I just could not get it out of my brain. And that's Denny Villeneuve's Enemy. All right. Perhaps the movie that is responsible for the very birth of this podcast. That's yeah, maybe, maybe. Wow. Wow. Um. All right. My number 77 movie, and you guys have to understand why I put it this as high on my list as I did. It was the first movie I watched high. It was a movie that I remember watching and thinking, oh my gosh, why don't I see more of this guy just to figure out that he was the guy in a TV show and I got to enjoy him over and over again after that. It made me want to live the rock star life, you know? Can I guess? Can I guess? Yes. Oh, you already said what it is. I was hoping you didn't hear me. It's The Rocker featuring Rain Wilson. I was going to guess Passion of the Christ. I love this movie, dude. (laughs) I love this movie so much. It's horrible. It's a bad movie, but I love it. I thought you were. I thought you were building up Passion of the Christ. You said first movie you watched high. It was the movie that you thought makes you want to be a rock star. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. <laughs> what more? I than really Jesus? loved when Jesus got on the cross and started ripping, you know, <laughs> through the fire and flames by Dragon Force, you know. <laughs> <laughs> My 76 movie is on my list for one scene in particular. It's an improvised scene, but it's the best scene in the goddamn movie. 
It's the Tears in the Rain sequence from Ridley Scott's Blade Runner. That's the only reason it's on your list? I like the movie, but that's the main reason. It's a great scene. <laughs> okay. Tears in the Rain scene? Yeah, when the guy's dying and he says that uh, things just get washed away like tears in the rain. That was an improvised I've never, line. I've never seen Blade Runner, so. Oh, you're missing out, man. My number 76 is Ridley, uh, <laughs> Ridley Scott. Good Lord. Is Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. Not bad. Probably would have been better as a Ridley Scott movie, but... Could have been way better as a... Yeah, I feel like he would have been the one that tackled the material better. I'm sure. No, a powerful, a powerful movie. It's got a great score, a very early... Or, uh, you know, before Samuel, before Samuel Jackson was famous, he's in it. Um, you know insanely relevant for today just to show you that nothing really nothing has really changed over the last 30 years you know and certainly longer than that so well, it's, a, it's a great it's a great movie and a great piece of cinema history uh, I agree my number 76 movie and uh, I don't want to hear anything from you guys for this you're gonna hear his avatar I mean, I, I honestly, Avatar. I kind of thought about it. You know what's okay? <laughs> so Rachel and I watched Avatar a little, maybe like a, a, two months ago. And the thing about Avatar is that I always fall asleep in the same place. And I always wake up in the exact same place. When do you fall asleep like Inception. Wake up? It's almost like Inception. I always fall asleep just as Jake Sully is being introduced into their culture and then i always wake up when the tree is being destroyed and they're like calling out the humans for like basically like bringing them there okay always like clock like clockwork you should test this out one day like it like watch avatar strictly for the intention to see if you fall asleep and wake up (laughs) but it makes sense it's like an hour I fall asleep like an hour in, and then you fall. Asleep, and you wake up like, like thirty minutes to go, forty minutes to go. Yeah, so you probably get like a good hour. Was it? Is it a two and a half hour movie? Mm, yeah, ish, like two forty maybe. You get like a good hour nap. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're halfway there. For this week. My. Number 75 is the black and white silent film Nosferatu. Pretentious fuck. Max Shrek is great. (laughs) Just had to mention that it was a black and white film, didn't you? I wanted to distinguish it from the Werner Herzog remake Nosferatu there, Dick Wad. Is that going to be in your top 100? No. Okay. And I couldn't remember who directed it off the top of my head, so that's why I went the route that I did. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> my number 75 is Paul Verhoeven's Starship Troopers. 
If you guys have not seen Starship Troopers, I definitely recommend checking it out. Like, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It. Giant space bugs. You can't go wrong. It's it's a lot. It's really good. I love it. My number 75 movie is Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk. Damn. I, that actually might be the only Christopher... No, that's not the only Christopher Nolan movie. You already said you just the, had... the Prestige. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I said The Prestige, and I have one other of his movies on my list. The Dark Knight, I would presume. Maybe. <laughs> uh, my number 74 is a childhood favorite. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Which one? Uh, well, it seems how the Tim Burton remake is called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Not that one. Oh, touche. I don't even think I knew it was called that. I totally just thought of something I forgot. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? No, I, I don't know what... Charlie and the, the Chocolate Factory? It was, the, it was the bug. It was the bug sentence. I forgot... Uh, you forgot the movie forgot Bugs Peter Life? Jackson's King Kong. That would be your top 100. Interesting. <laughs> it would have made it, yeah. For that, for that fight scene alone with the T-Rex. Oh yeah, I know gosh. how much you love the T-Rex fight. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. All right. Anyway, sorry. Don't mean to steal your thunder, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, really good. Really good, dude. <laughs> My number 74 is Fargo. Cool, cool. Nice. Yeah, what do you want from me? My my number seventy four uh, is Avengers: Infinity War. Oh, for fuck's get out! Really? <laughs> That's the only one on my list. The only Marvel movie on my list. Really? Mm -hmm. Why that I, one then? I picked one, and I picked Infinity War because it's the one I enjoyed the most. I remember sitting there in theaters and being absolutely. Ugh, I remember watching it and being like, "This is awesome, dude." I loved the way they ended it. I loved the fight scenes. I loved how you know Thanos as a villain in the movies. Oh, I almost went with Civil War, but I didn't. Hmm. Uh, my number 73 has been mentioned already. Uh, it is the DreamWorks classic Shrek. Yeah! Yeah! Great movie. My number 72 is Sam. Is that what it is? Yeah. My number 73 is Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. I crossed two? off Spider-Man 2. I was yep. on here. I love Spider-Man 2. Like I love, like I love Peter Parker's dilemma throughout the movie. Like I like how they handle like him Losing his powers, his uncertainty. I think Doc Ock's a great villain, especially portrayed by Alfred Molina. Um, he's got some great action sequences. Some of it seems feels genuinely heartfelt. Like, yeah, I like it a lot. I like it, like it a lot. Um, my number seventy. What are we at? Three. My number yeah. seventy-three movie is Paul Thomas Anderson's Phantom Thread. Cool. 
Uh, number 72 for me was a first-time watch last year. Uh, I won't say that much about it because we did review it. It's part of our Halloween special. It's American Werewolf in London. Werewolves alone. That movie. My number 72, I am sure, is going to make an appearance on Zach's list. It is John Carpenter's Halloween. It's coming. It's a great movie. So simple, yet so effective. So As revolutionary. Will you be when you list it on your list? That was a funny joke. My number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for telling me. <laughs> my number 72 uh, movie on my list is um, Alejandro Inarritu's The Revenant. Wait, are you, wait, do you mean 73? No, we're on 72? Yeah. yeah. What was your 72, Zach? American World of London. That's right. That's okay. I'm on track now. Sorry. Continue. Yeah, what was it, Chris? I don't even remember. You're on 71. No, what did you say for 72? Uh, the Revenant. Oh, that, okay. Oh, okay, uh, so... My number 71 is Dario Argento's Suspiria. I still love the score. It's I love coming. how it looks. It's great. It's a great movie. Suspiria. I'm sure it'll be coming on Chris's list, too. My number 71 is Joe Dante's Gremlins. Cool. I love Gremlins. Got my little... Got my little figure up there. Pull her down, bud. Let me see. You want to see this guy? Yeah, is it the NECA Gremlins? Is it the one where he's in like eating the popcorn in the theater? Yeah, it is an op. That is an option. I got his backwards <laughs> little hat on. I got a little Coke cup. That's badass. Oh yeah, he sits up here next to Gandalf. You guys are such fucking nerds. Oh, dude, I meant to show my figure when I said the movie. No. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'll get the next one geared up. <laughs> yeah, don't miss out. Anyways, my number 71 movie has already been mentioned. It is Napoleon Dynamite. I would have expected it to be higher. Almost. I'm sorry, what's your 71? Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, word. <laughs> I was saying that I thought it would have been much higher. My number is 71, and I have the figure right here to prove it, is Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. You mean number 70? Yeah, that's what I said. You said 71. Whatever. Jason Lives, number 70. It's a fun slasher movie. Jason tries to kill kids. It's great. I love it. Is that the one you just picked up? Uh, it's one of them. Nice. My number 70 is uh, a movie that I still don't fully understand to this day. But there's something so goddamn intriguing about it that I love it. It stars the greatest living actor, Joaquin Phoenix, directed by the greatest living director, Paul Thomas Anderson. Joker? It's, inher- it's Inherent Vice. Oh. All right, Macho Man, what's number 70? 
My number 70 has already been mentioned as well. Uh, it's Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. Cool. It's a very cool pick, Chris. Uh, yeah, it is. Allow me to give you a little quote from my number 69 movie. Which mm, is... 69. <laughs> 69. <laughs> my number 69 is Billy Madison. <laughs> we made it, guys. <laughs> we could quit right there. It wouldn't even matter. Are you serious? Yeah, my number 69 is Billy Madison. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I didn't even think to do that. That's awesome. My number 69 is Milos' Foreman's Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. In fact, when I made my list, that was the first one that I filled in. That, I mean, that seems reasonable. I knew number 69 would be Billy Madison. Uh, all right, my number 69 is uh, a lot less fun. Uh, it's Whiplash. Cool. Whiplash is a good movie. I know, not as good a choice as Billy Madison. <laughs> well, Chris, if we all try to capitalize on it, it would be as funny, so. True. It's true. I'm not going to tell you what my number 68, Chris, is. I'm Instead, I'm going to sing you the theme song. And it's, here come the men in black. <laughs> it's men in black. <laughs> Galaxy Defenders. Where's Wild Wild West? Jim West. Desperado. You gotta wait till next week to figure out what that one is. No. <laughs> My number 68, I'm sure, will be mentioned by Chris. It is Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. My number 68 movie is Bradley Cooper's A Star is Born. Really? 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 Hmm. Hmm. You got a problem with that, bud? Hmm. Hmm. Seems a little disingenuine. You seem a little disingenuine. Thank you, Autumn. Uh, my number sixty-seven is an underrated crime drama that I'm sure neither of you put on your lists. Although it is a very deserving film. It is about Boston men that rob banks and fall in love with girls. It is Ben Affleck's The Town. Yep. <clears throat> Just when you start sleeping on the man, he puts out a fucking banger like The Town. Can't wait for Justice League. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> ben Affleck's on my list. My number 67 is David Lynch's Mulholland Drive. Really loved it when we first saw it. Bizarre movie. Love David Lynch. Yeah, of course it's on here. My number 67 is a lot better than your 67. My number 60... <laughs> My number 67 is Tommy Boy. I have not seen Tommy Boy. Sick. Yeah, no, I haven't either. Awesome. All I'm saying is don't rush it, guys. Take your time. When you get there, you get there. Just let it naturally happen. Okay. It'll be so much funnier. Kind of like the Tree of Life. 
I guess. I haven't seen The Tree of Life. Uh, my number 66 is one that I'm sure we'll talk about uh, at length when we start doing our Film and Loathing March Madness tournament, and it is Friday Night Lights. That's higher than I would have anticipated. It's a great fucking movie. Who directs that? Really, I was going to put one football movie in. It was Friday Night Lights or As Long As Yard. I went with Friday Night Lights. I want everybody to know that I have not said one Adam Sandler movie yet. We're also not in the top 50, Chris. I'm yeah. I know. I'm just... Yeah. We're also not in the top 20. Yeah. <laughs> Had two My so numbers. Far. My number 66 is Martin Scorsese's The Wolf of Wall Street. I really wanted to fit that in. <coughs> My number 66 is a very underappreciated movie on this podcast. Uh, it's When Harry Met Sally. Classic. Classic line from that movie. Dude, it is. You could mention it to a lot of people, and they would say, oh, I know, that's what Harry met Sally. We already played this game, and nobody knew what it was. One Chris, person, your Chris, mom. Chris, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Fucking gosh, I don't. <laughs> Whatever. My, see, Chris, it's funny you say that, because my number 65 also has one of film history's most iconic lines as long as you can speak ancient mayan it's apocalypto <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Fuck. <laughs> my number 65 is a movie that blew my 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 young college mind I cried during when I saw it. It still makes me cry to this day. It's got some of the best score in the last ten years. People don't seem to like it. I don't really get it. I mean, okay, there's some cheesy stuff to it, but come on, the movie's fucking amazing. It's Christopher Nolan Interstellar. Who doesn't like Interstellar? Dude, there's a lot of people on the a lot of people on the internet do not like Interstellar. Seriously? The last was- thirty minutes loses it i thought that was generally loved um okay and we'll start to kick off uh, the uh the train of adam sandler movies with um the lowest ranked adam sandler movie on my list uh who be halloween get, get out <laughs> there's no way 100 serious <laughs> it had left that much of an impression on me guys so Hoobie is it, Halloween okay. is... is it the whole movie or is it just that opening scene? <laughs> the opening scene does so much for it, but it's the whole thing. I was I was very curious. Like, what movie's one movie better than when Harry met Sally? It's Hoobie Halloween, guys. It's Hoobie Halloween. Um, Give it time. It'll go up the list, though. Four. It was a toss-up between this and this director's other film that I really love. And I went with this one because there's a, just a raw, visceral energy to the movie. And it's Damien Chazelle's Whiplash. Awesome movie. 
My number 64 is Zach's number 71, and that is Dario Argento's Suspiria. Just want you to know, Zach, I, I just farted into the mic, so have fun editing that out. You might want to make a note of that. Hold it out. It's not a big deal. Or leave it in. Because that's what I thought of Dario Argento's movie. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Uh, this guy's on fire my number, tonight. My number 64 is The Jungle Book. <clears throat> Which one? Uh, I feel like it's pretty obvious to say the Disney version. Or, or I guess There's... we can go further. The, <laughs> the animated Disney version. Okay. <laughs> my gosh, it's crazy that I have to specify. Oh, uh, shoot. I like that you said it's obvious that I have to say it, and then you said something that made it not so that it was obvious. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know it, guys. My number 63 is Aladdin, obviously the Disney version. No, my number 63 is one of Jacob's favorite movies of all time. He loves it. It's so unpretentious. It's great. It's Francis Ha. Ah, oh, Boo! <laughs> So unpretentious. Oh, God. Ha! I like Francis, huh? Ah, you would. My number 63 is arguably Ethan Hawke's greatest performance. It's Paul Schrader's first reformed. Damn. Such just a powerful movie. I love it. Shitting on me for Hoobie Halloween making it to my 65 space, but you'll have first reformed go that high. I don't think it's how new the movie is, Chris. I think it's the fact that it's Hoobie Halloween. <laughs> I, I don't think, I think you're just making my case for me, but okay. <laughs> All right. Um, my number 63 movie is an absolute comedy classic starring. Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi, the Blues Brothers. Never seen it. It's been so long since I've seen that. I love that movie, dude. I remember driving down to Bar Harbor, and my favorite part of the entire drive was looking at that antique shop on the right-hand side and seeing the Blues Brothers up in the window and wanting to buy them. Might still be there. Oh, they are still there. I've been, I've been there since then. They still have them up in the window, but I don't think they're for sale. Well, my 62 is an action-adventure classic from my childhood. Um, it is The Mummy. The Mummy. <clears throat> Let's see. My number 62, Chris, is exactly one number better than six. It's David Fincher's seven. I almost had it there, man. Almost. Yeah. Seven's a great movie. Not good enough for number seven. Brad, Brad Pitt's on fire tonight. He's all over the place. Is he the greatest actor of our generation? Fuck off. No. <laughs> um, my number 62 movie was one of my Hall of Fame nominees. It is Easy Rider. 
I really can't wait to see how high you put Gangs of New York since you love it. I can't so wait. I can't wait either. Where did I put it? My number 61 is a horror film, surprise, surprise. It's one of my favorites from the last decade. It was on my top 50. I've probably talked about it time and time again. I love the home invasion. I love the masks. It's Adam Wingard's You're Next. Interesting. I never. I knew you liked that movie, but I never would have thought it would be on your top 100. Very interesting. <clears throat> My number 61. It's, I like it, but it's really only in this spot for one improvised scene, Tears in the Rain. It is Ridley Scott's Blade Runner. Well, if you like it so much, why don't you just marry it? I might. All right. My number 61 is a Spielberg classic. War Horse. Dun, 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 dun. Jaws. Lincoln? That's the Lincoln theme? Yeah, the shark was played by Daniel Day-Lewis. You, you remember? He won the Oscar for that. Jaws is that low, huh? Yep. There's, don't get me wrong. There's other ones on here. Don't worry. Big Jaws fan. Ready, ready Player on One. Not on the list. It's got to be pretty high. Ready Player One is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number is 60. Is uh, Jacob misspoke earlier where he said that this was Ethan Hawke's best performance. My number 60 is actually Ethan Hawke's best performance. Is it Assault I'm on Precinct 13? Assault on Precinct 13. <laughs> and I'm interested to see where Chris ranks this one. It is Richard Linklater's Before Midnight. That's true. I guess I've never, I, I can't consider the Midnight Trilogy since I've never seen the Midnight Trilogy. <clears throat> is before you midnight the out? first one before midnight's the last one before, before midnight's the last one rise is the first one okay yeah i'm gonna check i have to check these out we'll get to them soon let me let me just guess chris before sunrise is in your top 10 and then before midnight is top 25 Mm, I will not divulge either of that information. It's because I'm right. All right. Would you guys be willing to do a before trilogy episode? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I think that's. I feel like that's the only way that's going to push me to watch them is if we talk about them too. Because I'm, I'm very much down. Absolutely. How was uh, that? Is it my turn? No, 60. Okay, no, 60. My number 60 is Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather. Hmm. Only seen it once. Didn't really pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have been that good. <laughs> my, uh... My number 60 is uh, Matt Damon's The Born Identity. I oh, thought Greengrass I... is The Born Identity, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
shows. I just love watching Matt Damon kick ass, you know. That's pretty good, yeah. Oh man, a lot of Julia Stiles on your list tonight. Born Identity, 10 Things I Hate About You. She's all over the place. Like I said, you know, <laughs> weird people, weird placements. A lot of Dustin Hoffman, a lot of Julia Stiles. I should have pre-warned you guys for this. <laughs> Lots of Adam Sandler coming. Coming. As I will be when I list where he is. <laughs> How high is You Don't Mess With the Zohan? It's not. It did not make this list. How high is the Duncan scene in Jack and Jill? I felt as if it was an unfair advantage, so I did not include it. <laughs> My number 59 is a vampire classic. Um, you know, there's not much else you can say. It's just great from beginning to end. Uh, it's Twilight. You're kidding me, really? <laughs> No, my number 59 oh. is Fright Night. <laughs> oh, Fright Night is great. I would have loved if it was Twilight, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I'm really such a big Fright Night fan, Zach. I love Fright Night. Can we barely... review the Twilight series? Sure, I'll watch <laughs> it. I'm, I'm on that now. Dude, don't. Okay, if you say that, you're going to force me to buy them all for $5 a piece. I keep going. Let's I keep. I keep seeing them, and I keep thinking I should just get them. Just pull the trigger, dude. If you buy them, it gives us an excuse to do it. That's I true. just don't. I don't want them. That's the problem. But you do. If but you I have do. To convince the, yourself not to get them. I do. That is also the problem. It's. It's such a pull. The day you pull the trigger is when we decide we're reviewing the Twilight series. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I'm hoping that they just aren't on sale anymore so I can stop thinking about it. But it makes me look it up after this. It makes me think they've been on sale for so cheap for so long. It makes me think that a 4K announcement's coming for them. Might be worth the wait then. So, it might be the first one. And I don't, and the rest of them are just kind of a blur. I remember seeing the third one. I'm going to see the third one in theaters with my mom. And three guys in trench coats walked in the theater halfway through the movie. Did you think they were going to shoot you up? I'm pretty sure the third one came out after like that Dark Knight Massacre. Yeah. So I looked at my mom and I was like, Mom, that seems sketchy to me. I'm going to leave. And she, and she was just like... I want to Twilight. She was like, Chris, no, 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 don't stay. This is a good movie. I'm like, three guys with trench coats walked in. I'm out of here, dude. You coming? <laughs> Did she go? No, she didn't. She stayed and watched the rest of the movies, and they didn't end up shooting the theater. That's good. Whew, what a relief. <laughs> You're telling me. Imagine not having a bomb the next I day. Really, I literally <laughs> had no idea where that movie was going. <laughs> My number 59... Because you gotta ask yourself, what's one movie better than The Godfather? I love you, man. Starring Paul Rudd, Jason Segel. Wow. That's a good choice. Steven Segel? Yeah, featuring Steven Segel. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> go feel good comedy for me. A go-to classic. I love it. My number 59 is Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. 
I can see uh, that. Number 58 for me. Childhood classic. I still love it. Um, I I don't know why neither of you have said it yet. Uh, it's The Wizard of Oz. Hmm. It's not on my list. That was your number 58, Zach? It's David Lynch's favorite movie. So, I mean, my number 58 is The Wizard of Oz. No shit. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Mainly because I've watched the videos of them trying to find the midget hanging himself so many times that <laughs> I just like the Wizard of Oz. Your guys' I... number 58's Wizard of Oz? Dude, that's yeah. crazy. My number 58's Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just watched that last night. It's all tying together, boys. Never seen it. You've never seen Ocean's Eleven? Nope. Interesting. It's not a good time, man. I, I, say I want my quick. crime to be gritty, and I want them to be robbing purses of old ladies, shooting crack, stuff like this. I don't, I don't want to see bank heists. Have you seen New Jack City? Yes. Okay, is that on your list? As much as I do love the selling crack aspect, it is not. Yeah. Uh, I see. Is Notorious on your list? It should be. Shit. I'll put it right after Eight Mile. <laughs> eight miles on your list <laughs> yeah you have to wait till next week to figure out where oh my right. god oh it's my turn yeah you're 57 yeah. bud I talked about this movie I think probably on the last show maybe the one before uh, it's a fucking classic there's no other way to describe it it is funny it stars some great performances from Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. She's great in it. Um, it's Mean Girls. Yeah, I, I really wanted to rewatch Mean Girls to see if I could get it in there. I want to mention one of the films I, I bombed last minute because I'm kind of regretting it now. And Chris, I'm sure you can speak to this. That It's a great fucking movie. It stars Jamie Lee Curtis and also Lindsay Lohan. It's Freaky Friday. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Zach, did you it pick was up number 100 for a long time. Did you pick up Freaky that just came out? No, but I will watch it. My number 57 is going to make Zach roll his eyes. Oh, it's Ridley Scott's Prometheus. Oh, God. No, I love Prometheus. Not a it's single so alien movie to be featured on this list. This is a statement. Whoa, look Are you anti-alien? An Alien's so overrated, but everyone's always like, oh, one of the best horror movies of all time. Oh, one of the best it's science horror movie? movies of all time. I love Alien. It's so good. The claustrophobic aspect of the movie is so good. Fuck out of here, dude. It's so overrated. <laughs> 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 wow, I didn't know you would uh, felt had such strong emotion towards this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I guess oh, that I can't wait is until I alien. talk about Alien. Is it really? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Number number fifty seven on my list is the the lone horror movie, though. Um, it, it the pure horror movie. It's Saw. The Conjuring. <laughs> I, I really wanted to do Jeepers Creepers too. Chris, how is this I, the lone horror movie in your film? It's not even your favorite horror movie. Where's Insidious? 
Yeah, that's changed. I like Saw. I like Saw. I like Saw 2. You want to watch all eight of them? No. 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 I certainly don't. The first three. I certainly don't want to watch them one after the other. If you were someone that had, like, PTSD to, like, violence and blood, I would just make you watch all those. By the end, you'll be so desensitized, you like, you'll be fine. I am curious to watch the second one to see how over-the-top ridiculous it is. I like the second one, like, because the first one is cool to watch just because at the time it was a super original thing to watch. But then once you get into the second one, the second one's just, like, taking that first one and then just taking it to the 12th degree. And you're just like, fuck yeah. So really like not that much, but, like. The Pit of Needles is good. Yeah. Number 56, Zach. Um, I know what you both were thinking. You're going to say, Zach, how is this How is this so low on your list? And honestly, I asked myself that very same question. I couldn't come up with a very good answer for it. It feels like it should be higher, but I looked at all the movies above it, and it just can't be. My number 56 was my number one of the decade. It's Spike Jones's Her. How? Wow. I told you. I told you you're going to ask, and I don't know. There's 56 movies that you'd say are better than her. It's funny because when I look at number 55, you could say, what are you thinking? But we'll get there. <laughs> My number 56 is um, uh, very near and dear to my heart. I've loved it since I was a child. A wee, a wee lad. It's Toy Story. Toy Story. Nice. Nice. Never was a big Toy Story guy, but I understand it. I get it. Yeah, I love Toy Story. My number 56 has already been mentioned. It is The Truman Show. Cool, cool. All right, so what is one movie better than the best movie of the 2010s? Well, it would be the horror movie that legitimately scared me when I was a child. It is The Strangers. This I, this home invasion idea, the the masks, them asking why they're doing this, and they just say, because you were home. Terrified the shit out of me. I really thought one movie better than her was going to be Lil Nicky. If I had to pick an Adam Sandler movie for this Fuck. Low 50 spot. It's the Zohan. Chris, you really forgot Lil Nicky? I forgot Lil Nicky. Dude, there's 40 movies you could have had Lil Nicky in. I know. I know. I'm disappointed. I'm, ju- <laughs> I'm more, di- trust me, Jake, I'm more disappointed in myself than you are. I'm going to throw another one out there to see if you got it. Dodgeball? No, but that one wouldn't have made my list anyways. Tropic Thunder. Wouldn't have made my list. I'm not a big Ben Stiller guy, except for The Secret Life of Walter. Walter, you're right. Okay, of course. Meet hey, the Fockers? Hey, face. You want a mind wrestle? Oh. <laughs> I gotta warn you, I'm getting quite good at it. I just really like the scene where he's just like, hey, is this what Ozzy was trying to say? And they play it back when he's like, now try this on for size. Chicago. 
And then all of a sudden he goes backwards like, In the name of Lucifer, I command you to spread the blood of the innocent. I like when he goes, Hey, Valerie. <laughs> I've always wanted to know what it was like to have sex with such a gross pig. That was a big mess. Yeah, you really fucked that one up, dude. Did you put? Did you guys have it in your? Oh, never mind. We'll get there. I don't have little Nikki. I don't have little Nikki. That's a bummer. My number fifty-five is the Wachowskis' The Matrix. Didn't make my list. Yep, I rewatched it like I think last year when the pandemic started, and it held up better than I was expecting. We're at fifty-five. Yep. Uh, my number fifty-five has already been mentioned as well. It is the original Rocky. Can you already nice. have the original? No, you had Rocky Four. Okay. Rocky Four. Uh, well. Besides Rob Zombie, the greatest living filmmaker has already been mentioned, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Number 54 is one of uh, personal favorites from him. It's a little movie called Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love Adam Sandler in the movie, but even more so, I love uh, one Philip Seymour Hoffman as the sleazy mattress store owner. It's great. R.I.P. Patrick Hoffman. My number 54 was a movie that kept falling in my list. And this is sort of where it settled. Um, and I think I'm okay with it here. Uh, it's worn on me as the years have gone. I, you know, I kind of flip-flop back and forth how I feel about it. But right now I'm loving it. And that's Django Unchained. Hmm. I considered it. I didn't make it. But a little teaser for next week for the audience. There are still two Tarantino films to be mentioned from me. I know Jackie Brown's one of them. Yep. Maybe this one is also what the other one is. My number 54 is Reservoir Dogs. Oh, nice. Reservoir Dogs. Love Res Dogs. Uh, my number 53 has been mentioned by Chris. Uh, it is also was incredibly freaky for me to watch as a child. Uh, you know, Chris, all you got to say is swing away, Meryl. My number 53 is signs. Nice. Cannot, did not make my list, but it's, I do love signs. Holds the record for the longest home run. Also holds the record for the most strikeouts. I remember that part. My number 53 is a movie Zach wished he could have squeezed on his list, and it's Ryan Coogler's Creed. Fuck. Yes. Creed. Creed, 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 Creed. My number 53. um, (laughs) I really like this movie, but you hate it. (laughs) It's The Big Short. Ugh. God. I love that movie. Another Brad Pitt flick, might I add. Keeping consistent. 
Uh, my number 52 movie is not a Brad Pitt movie. Um, it's it's from a, a series. This movie stands for the whole uh, that I loved growing up. But as I get older, I'm not that in touch with it. I don't really feel the desire to go back and rewatch them like I used to. Uh, they still hold a near and dear spot in my oeuvre of film knowledge and love. I know what it is. Of the, the Two Towers. Oh, I don't know what it is. If I have to pick one, I'm picking the best one, which is The Two Towers. You could not be more wrong. Return of the King is not the best one, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Oh my god, yeah it is. Yeah, guys, I totally agree. Hobbits and shit. So you don't have any Lord of the Rings on your list? Yes. My it's number... Neither of the ones you mentioned. <laughs> my number... <laughs> Hobbit Battle of Five Armies. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds about right. My number 52 is the only one of the trilogy... Chris mentioned the first one as his favorite. My number 52 is The Last Crusade. Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Yeah, buddy. Uh, my number 52 movie is the animated movie that had brought me to tears. And might I add, the first movie in a long time to bring me to tears at that current moment. Big Princess Year of Frog. Out. What'd you say? I said Princess and the Frog. No, no dude. <coughs> Inside Out. Hmm. It's alright. Bing Bong, dude. Okay. Bing Bong, get out of here. Bing Bong gets me. I had an imaginary friend when I was a kid. His name was George. <laughs> Congratulations, you fucking Bing. nerd. <coughs> what, Bing do you bong. didn't have an imaginary friend? No. 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 I had, I had real friends. Just, I guess you guys just didn't have an imagination. That's probably true. That's could be true. 51, here it is, the last, the, the last of the bottom 50. The last movie that I will mention this evening is a bit of a horror classic, Chris. It has... Um, I don't know what her name in it is, but very lovely actress. One of the most iconic horror villains portrayed by a one Tony Todd. My number 51 is Candyman. Candyman. <coughs> Seems appropriate. Sugar-coated Candyman. My number Not 51. Not the Christina Aguilera song. <coughs> My number 51, the last movie I will mention this evening, is the only Shyamalan film on my list. And I'm really curious to see if it's going to make Zach's list or if he has left it off. I think it's an underrated gem starring Bruce Willis. Unbreakable is not on my list. It's not on your list. Interesting. My number 51 is Unbreakable. Yep. I'm not a big Unbreakable fan. Oh, I thought you were for some reason. My number 51 on my list is 
I don't know what it was about this movie. I just thought it was an absolutely great-looking movie. I want to live in that house so bad. Texas Chainsaw it, Massacre. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need a roommate anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, call me by your name. That house is incredible. And you really wanted some. You really wanted some oranges too, while you're at it. Nectarines. nectarines. You really wanted some nectarines. Hmm. <clears throat> Looks like you're all set up on the couch there to enjoy a nice nectarine. <laughs> yeah. Why are you on the couch? Did Alyssa kick you out of bed? No, I'm not on the couch. I'm in my rolly chair. No, I know, but it looks no, like but you're your set couch up looks made up to, for someone to sleep on. Oh, that was because Alyssa was sleeping on it earlier. Did you, you kick her out of bed? I'm actually going to move there in just a couple seconds once we're done with our top or bottom 50. Not bad. One week in the books. 50 movies. Good thing we decided to split this up because uh, if we were to double this runtime, we'd be looking at uh, almost four hours. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that seemed about right. How you feel about your list so far? I ask. I feel like I'm, it's better than your list. I asked Chris more than I asked Zach. I'm feeling pretty good. I've yeah. got one Adam Sandler movie so far, and uh, I think I've got a pretty good amount coming up. Where's my next Adam Sandler movie? Not bad for Chris. Randy you want to give us a? You want to give us a taste of what's to come? Um, I can tell you, Paul Blart Mall Cop is in there. <laughs> of course, Where's, I can say that. <laughs> I think I think Hitch is coming up. No, didn't make the list. Really? Did not. All right. Make the what list. is what is one movie that you are surprised neither of us have said yet? Mm. I don't think you guys have surprised me that you've left anything off so far. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I got it. Has nothing's really come up. Everything. I like I everything so far. Yeah, it's felt pretty representative. I'm surprised that you've left off. Did you say Tomb Raider, Zach? I did. Tomb Raider is not on the list. I was mm. about to say I'm. I'm so kind of surprised you left that off. I there's my. Uh, let me see if I still have it here somewhere. My 101 to 120 had a bunch of gems on there that I just couldn't quite make fit. I can tell you guys that you are go- not going to understand my number 22. Okay. I'm, in- I'm intrigued. Chris, how many how many movies are you up to so far that you left off by accident? I think I'm at five. <laughs> That's a lot. That's 10% of your top of your okay, bottom well, 50. Four because I, I, I added. I swapped one out. You so were able to get it in? Yeah. Okay. No, I know that's still five. Just out of curiosity, what did you drop for this is the end? Sean of the Dead. Oh, that's right, you did say that. I have a five on there that I left off. I left off Lil Nicky, Forrest Gump, King Kong, Step Brother, and National Treasure. I really wanted to put National Treasure on. Who there. said Forrest... National Treasure is a big one? Yeah, Who said is. Forrest Gump that you made you Nobody. think of it? I just oh, you just thought, I of, thought it? of it like midway through. I forgot Castaway. I think Castaway could have been a a 90s movie right there. Hmm. I did not get Beetlejuice in like I wanted to. I didn't get Creed. 
Um, I did not get Psycho or Carrie. I did not include The Dark Knight. Uh, for a while, Midsummer was sitting at my 99 spot, but that got bumped. And believe it or not, I Am Legend is uh, one that I really wanted to kind of put in but did not get to. Mm, interesting. I will I, say I did not miss Castaway. It's still to come. I uh, I didn't put in Coach Carter. <laughs> I yeah, you joke, but like that movie. Oh my gosh! When I was like right before my teenage years, I remember watching Coach Carter like back to back to back to back, and I didn't. I I forgot to put on John Carter, which would have been in my top <laughs> ten. But dude, I was just well, thinking just of. Say- so far, no one's mentioned uh, a Kubrick movie. Not yet. There's been one Tarantino movie from each of us. Yep. Some Scorsese, some Spielberg. Of course Spielberg. You think I was going to leave the Berg off? I am honestly a little surprised of how low Jaws is. For me? Yeah. I don't know, I just... It's not my favorite Spielberg movie. I like movies that he does that make me feel like I want to be there and see what's going on, but Jaws does not make me feel that way at all. So, Chris, you had asked if there was, or Zach, sorry, Zach had asked if there were any movies that had come up that we surprised that he hadn't heard. But I've got some movies that I am surprised to hear. Hmm. And they obviously come from Zach because Chris, I was totally expecting to hear movies that I didn't expect from you. <laughs> I can't tell if that's an insult or a compliment. Uh, was not expecting Sleepy Hollow from Zach. Not expecting Knowing. Not expecting Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. He not expecting Men. Not expecting Men in Black. He hasn't said Hold the Dark yet. The men in black. Yeah, well, I, we haven't also haven't revealed our number ones yet, so. <laughs> So, <clears throat> definitely some interesting movies to, to appear. Gotta get the wonk in. Haven't heard Cloverfield yet. <laughs> actually, actually, I am surprised. Have I ever said that I love Cloverfield? Dude, you're a huge Cloverfield fan. <laughs> what are you talking about? I've heard you mention it, like, all the time. I've, I lied. There was one movie that Chris mentioned that I forgot <clears throat> that I wasn't thinking of when I said that he didn't say anything that surprised me. The Rocker surprised me. Like, that is so random. Dude, I love that movie so much. It's, Chris, it's a... is that, are you going to have Rock of Ages in your top 50? Dude, no. I can't stand Russell Brand. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's awful. Do you have Get Him to the Greek on your list, anyone? No, no. but I do have to say I am surprised. No forgetting how... Sarah Marshall. Mm. I, I'm surprised about how few like Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen, uh, freaking, not Jason, Jason Segel. What's his name? Jason Segel. Jason, Jason Segel. Okay, like Jason Segel. I'm surprised at how few of those guys are on my list. So I'm there's there's still to no come. Star Wars movies yet? <clears throat> nope, not yet. Jack, I'm no, not at all. I have one. I know. I'm surprised you guys don't have Jackass 2 on there, though. 
Jackass 2 was a bit of a surprise, I will say. That is a good call. I mean, I would say it's one of my favorite. for you, but uh, a little surprising. That seems it's good. fantastic. That does seem like it'd be on Chris's list. Things like Avatar made sense for me. That one definitely is made there sense. Is that I said that didn't make sense? The Rocker. I mean, there have not been uh, nearly as many romantic comedies as I was expecting. I know. I didn't. I intentionally left a lot of romantic comedies off. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty was something else. Mm-hmm. I was not surprised to hear that. It's just, um, it's just I will such say, a feel-good movie, you know? Here's a movie that I was waiting for from Jacob. I didn't think he'd go. I don't think he's going to go top 50 for this movie, but I was expecting a bottom 50 spot for Parasite. Oh. You're going to have to wait and see. There is a top 50 spot for it. Oh You're going to have to wait and see. We don't know what's going to happen. I didn't take time into consideration. Time wasn't a factor for me. Yeah, I didn't really either. I didn't really. Chris, I'm surprised I didn't hear about time. You love that movie. I do really like that movie. I gotta add that to the I forgot list. Chris, is the notebook on your list? No. No, no. Is that's the time traveler's not. wife on your list? No, but PS I love you, I had to keep that one off. What about you got mail? No. The terminal? No. Sleepless in Seattle was a hard keep off though. Hmm. So basically anything by Nora Ephron and you had to really fight to keep it off? Dude, she just knows the way to my heart. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm surprised uh, Hercules starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson wasn't on your list. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what to tell you, dude. Zach, is Clash, the, is Clash of the Titans coming up? If I had watched it, I would have put it on. Because if it's you too want fast, the Blu-ray, you can borrow coming it. Up. See, I would have felt... Like oh my freaking gosh, you're ridiculous, dude. Did you get the combo pack? <clears throat> no. Or maybe I could interest you in a little bit of uh, Laura Croft action. You can definitely interest me. No one has said any of the 80s action classics no there's no there's been no die hard no predator no not yet all right that about wraps it up for part one of the top 100 alien versus predator no freddy versus jason that just came in that just came in the mail i wish i could have rewatched avp um next week we'll be going 50 to number one. You're not going to want to miss that. And then, just for just to set it out here, two weeks from now, do you guys want to do Justice League? Yes. Zach's got to sure. get a 6 out of 5 on the show. <clears throat> How can I give it a 6 out of 5 if we don't even review it? True. And then the week after, are we going to do... We'll have to do Kong vs. Godzilla. Thank you for mentioning that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Chris, don't you worry. We're not going to skip over that. I want to see that, too. Oh, man, this is going to be good. This is a good couple weeks. My gosh. The only thing I wish, Chris, is that I was in Maine so that we could watch Kong vs. Godzilla together. You can do well, one like, of those virtual watch parties. <clears throat> That's true. You can do that? 
Maybe instead of a review, we should all sit down to record like we normally do. We'll all watch it, and we'll just make a commentary track for the movie. No, nah, man, I gotta, I gotta sit back and let that movie wash over me. I can't talk to it. Maybe it should be the third time <clears throat> we watch it. Right. There's gonna be a lot of, a lot of uh, deep references in this. I imagine a lot of like Kubrick homage, maybe like some Alfred Hitchcock in there. I really want to be able to get those nuances. So, I'd like to watch it the first time on my own. It's true. <clears throat> Yeah, Chris brings up some really good points. There's gonna, I think there's going to be really deep character studies of both Kong and Godzilla. That nothing, I mean, nothing but absolute silence. And I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the film on mute just to study the characters' movements and facial expressions. I've even heard that halfway through, there's the 20 minute sequence in black and white, no talking, interpretive dance. Like the one at the end of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> exactly like that. Now, so we've got we got some exciting weeks ahead of us then. We're not slowing down after number 100. <laughs> if anything, things are just picking up. So sponsors, please, like, get in on the ground floor. Give us your money. Like, you don't even need to give us money. We've already talked natural light seltzer. Just give <clears throat> us some seltzer, dude. Yeah, yeah, like chapstick. Hundred episodes later, you've seen how Chap- you've seen how depressed we are. You, we're in this for the Just long give haul. Pity. Give us your pity stuff. We've done a hundred episodes of this. We still only have twenty five <laughs> listeners, and we're pretty sure half of them are bots. Just give us free stuff. <laughs> free tube of chapstick. Like, give me chapstick sponsorship. Like we're like legit. We have five star reviews and a one star review. Like, I won't. you can't get more legit than that. That one star review, my gosh, it grinds my gears. Speak up, if, you if coward! You're, if you're listening to this episode and you gave us a one star review, forget this podcast exists. You're not welcome here. <laughs> Just get. I'm surprised if they'd make it to like two hours. <laughs> you say that i think someone starts listening to this episode and they hear oh what would it be uh they hear number 93 crocodile dundee they'll probably go nope these people are stupid (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's even before that they're gonna hear 97 the secret life of walter mitty (laughs) (laughs) so they're gonna go Oh my god, that guy Chris has literally only seen a hundred movies. <laughs> He's just ranking that. And even then, I still have The Secret Life of Walter Mitty over before Sunset, The Village, and Rain Man. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm incredible. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, as always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. Be back next week to finish out the list with us. Until then, bye-bye.